What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting on the high notes. Jazz talk. It is I. I am here. You can find me on Twitter and IG at Superman is at H-U-U-T-R-A-N Superman. Um, this is kind of funny because like we, we record two episodes in a row, so at Dragon Squatch has heard his intro twice. How you doing, uh, Logan? Oh, no, this is totally a different episode. You used a different voice yeah. this time, so this is a different day. A whole day. different day. <laughs> Today is definitely <laughs> Thursday. Um. Oh, yeah, much, yeah. We recording out a different... Well, ironically, it is almost Thursday, so that's kind of funny. Uh, but we're here, we're doing part two. Um, if you haven't listened, go listen to part one I'm, uh, with the Jazz Uni Tracker. We talk, uh, you know, jazz news, uh, you state of the jazz and everything. But now we are going to interview the great anonymous um, uh, guy who, um, uh, uh, yeah, he's a guy. Like, we, we, you hear, you're going to hear his voice. Uh, we had no idea if he was uh, male, female, or non-binary. It is Jazz Uni Tracker. What's up? <laughs> wow, I love that introduction. Thank you, who appreciate that. I know. Sometimes I just I, I, I start a sentence and I don't know where it's gonna go and I, I hope it ends up where it needs to be. <laughs> so And this time it ended we're, up we're non-binary. <laughs> so Jazz Uni Tracker, um uh, this is gonna be an episode all about you. We have questions from fans, I have questions myself, and Logan cannot wait because he loves Jersey Talk. So he loves talking <laughs> about love And so we're gonna talk about that. But um uh, first of all, um how, why, Jazz Uni Tracker? Yeah, that's a that's a great question <laughs> to start off. So um, it started a couple years ago, and it really just started as more of just a you know thing for me. I was just interested. I've always been interested in jerseys, and I can talk about my history you know a little later if we want. But you know, I'm I'm from Utah. I'm a big jazz fan my whole life, and and uh, I've been like either drawing jazz logos or uniforms or trying to get my hands on uniforms for a long time, and I noticed that some of the other teams on Twitter, they, you know, they had these these uniform trackers. Like, I think the probably the most notorious one is the OKC tracker. That guy does a great job, you know, with his page, and he's always like finding, you know, leaked jerseys and stuff like that. He's some sort of hacker. But uh, <laughs> so he had a page, and I, I saw that, and I was like, hey, you know, Jazz don't have anything. Like, I love kind of tracking how they do in each jersey, and it kind of started from that, and. It started out pretty simple, just like tracking every night, you know, how they did and kept keeping a log. And it's kind of evolved over time into different things, but it's been it's been fun, you know, along the way. Uh, yeah, like I'm, uh, 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 I mean, I started following you because like you started doing mock-ups or like started showing um, uh, the Jazz uh, uniforms. Again, yeah, you're, you're right. The Jazz had nothing like that. Now I work at a, uh, where I work, I have to like make graphics for like who the Jazz play, whatever. And, um, they're very like particular about like what graphics we use. We have one for almost every jazz uniform, and mm-hmm. they they want me to make sure I use the right uniform for that day. And so I'm like, all right, well, jazz uni tracker, type it in, find out what you know, find out what his avatar is, and put it. Cause, you know, <laughs> they say the devil's in the details. That's not the only place he is. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I go to your page almost every day of the jazz flakes to make a graphic when I'm at work. Um, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's great. That's a lot. That's a lot of detail for Longhorn Steakhouse. I know they were so committed to the. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 you know, that, that's how they do. That's how they do. Um, you know, go get a go get a great great tasting steak at Longhorn Steakhouse. Longhorn, give us money. So, no, what, 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 what is the history then? I'm I'm interested to hear that. How did this all come about? I'd love to hear the history of you as individually, and then you know how you, you know, got to doing this. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, I'm from Utah, so I kind of split time in between uh, Utah County and Salt Lake County growing up. Uh, big jazz fan uh, my whole life. I was. 
I was about eight or nine during the finals years. I guess that kind of ages me a little bit. But so I, you know, obviously, if you were around during that time in Utah, it was pandemonium. You know, everything was purple and blue. And, you know, like my buddy had the the logo painted on his basketball court. We all had like the coats, backpacks, like everything was jazz. And uh, I actually feel pretty fortunate because my, uh, my dad won finals tickets uh, from his work. And he gave them to me and my mom. And we went to, I think it was, it would have been game five of the finals in Utah, the last game before they went to back to Chicago. And it was the last game the Jazz won in the finals before going back and losing. But I just remember the Delta Center being just pandemonium. It was just crazy. I've never experienced anything louder. Obviously, we've had some loud you know, playoffs in the last few years. But I just remember, you know, it was deafening in there. And, and they weren't good seats, you know, for what it's worth. They were we were probably two, two or three rows from the top, but I was just so happy to be there to see, you know, Carl and John and our guys. And obviously Michael Jordan was just, you know, phenomenal, uh, you know, in his day. So that was pretty, pretty cool for me. Um, and then even at a young age, like I mentioned, like I was drawing logos and I don't know if you guys grew up in Utah, but they have like the scholastic book fair come around to the schools, like the elementary schools and people would buy their favorite books or whatever. They had a lot of posters there. If you guys know about that, you know they had like posters of Carl Malone, John Stockton, like Allen Iverson, obviously Jordan, and uh, they they always had like a, a poster of like the league, and like it showed like the NBA with the NBA logo, and then all the teams, like the different conferences, different conferences, and uh, that's the poster that I bought. Instead of buying a Carl Malone po- poster, I wanted the poster with all the logos. So that kind of kind of tells you how nerdy I was at a young age, you know about logos and design and, and especially sports logos yeah uh you, you remember your, your book fair was much cooler than mine apparently because i don't remember having any posters i could buy from <laughs> um i had to buy like you know real books um books i didn't, <laughs> I didn't read <laughs> so well, i obviously didn't, didn't read either i was drawing logos and i was right. looking at you know what the next logo was for the team when they did their, did their update or rebrand or whatever like that's you know that's what i was into um, we actually had a, a funny story. So before Logan came on, to, you know, as a, as a regular host of the pod, uh, we did one uh, last year where Riley, you know, was like sources said leaked um, that you know the Mountain Jays were coming back, and we talked about that that did very high numbers. Um, so like, um, uh, what's what's so great about like what Nike is doing now? Like just giving every team eight thousand jerseys to choose because you know obviously it sells jerseys every year. Uh, Nike yeah. has a, you know a business model. Uh, do you enjoy the Jazz having five or six new jerseys every year? Well, obviously it creates a, a opportunity for content for my my Twitter account. So I mean, there's there's that. Um, you know, there's part of me that that loves and maybe misses the the home in a way. You know, we had the white home and colored away purple or mm-hmm. whatever era you're part of, and that you know that's that feels comfortable to me. Obviously, growing up with that, that was always how it was. Um, Nike's definitely gone in a completely different direction. And like you mentioned, you know, monetarily, they're trying to increase revenue and sales. And so having different jerseys with, you know, different color schemes that maybe the the team doesn't really necessarily identify with, you know, is, is a thing now. And, you know, you have a lot of, a lot of these teams that they kind of have the creative freedom and I'm sure there's some stipulation with Nike, but like they have creative freedom to kind of create jerseys that are completely different from their brand you know you look at like brooklyn and and some of their stuff or or dallas like some of the city edition jerseys that have come out over the last couple years like they're you know i wouldn't say they're crazy but they're definitely you know abstract and and uh, unique 
compared to anything else he's seen. Right. Uh, Logan, um, uh, Logan's the controversial Jersey guy on this podcast. Um, um, <laughs> well, we even had that like one weird game this year where uh, the Hawks and Thunder, I want to say, played. They was like both, they were both red and orange, and yeah, have, yep. uh, the Thunder had to change uh, because, like, you know, back in the day, you know, it'd be like white home, dark um, uh, or colored uh, jerseys uh, away, right? And now it could be like it could be anything because you know we, we were seeing them um, uh, uh, every run. Uh, Logan Lemma. What bothers you most about people caring about the laundry on the court? <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't care as much as I did. Like at first, I was the curmudgeon who just like was like, "Why do we care and worry about these things so much?" But I've just gotten to the point that if people enjoy it. I'm not gonna, you know, it's it's good, it's good for them. I've always joked. I mean, the Jazz. This is, I mean, this this Nike partnership is like right on, right on, right on par with what the Jazz do. I mean, think about how many times the Jazz have changed their uniforms and their whole their whole schemes. And I know the logo hasn't necessarily changed; they've changed its colors. But I mean, we went from as young young kids, the the purple and whites to the pur- the mountain mm-hmm. the mountain the mountain versions. We then got the the uh, baby blues, which you know, if you heard me talk about Memphis earlier, I hate the blue on blue, so it's the darkest time in jazz jazz fan. <laughs> and then we've kind of we've kind of arrived back at the old classic note again. I mean, those are that's like four significant changes in our lifetimes. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm only like you know 17, so that's a lot of changes in <laughs> 17 years. Well, yeah, like I'm a, I mean, growing up as a jazz fan in the '90s, uh, from like it felt like from like '80, '80-ish to about '97, like there was no no changes, right? Like it just it was always like very incremental, like small changes to the white and purples, um, and then all of a sudden, like the jazz like went like, oh, here we go, big graphics, big mountains, and you're like, whoa, it was weird. Um, I didn't love them when they first came out, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people show the sentiment like the mountain jerseys were not their favorite when it first came out, but as a retro, people loved it. And then it was only there for a year. We're like, whoa, okay. And the city editions were so popular to stay for an extra year. Um, and dark mode came out, and they, they did the whole dark mode reveal, and it felt like half of Twitter felt disappointed about that, right? Yeah, I mean, I think people have their their strong opinions on jerseys and you know i I love it i I feel like everyone has their opinion jerseys are super subjective and so like logan like you know he hates the baby blues and i know a lot of people that love the blues um and so that's the fun part about it i don't take this too seriously and and if anybody you know like logan was mentioning like if if anybody wants to say oh yeah why do you do that or it's a waste of time like i kind of you know in a in a sense i kind of kind of get on board with that it's like kind of trivial stuff like doesn't matter like who cares if they they win you know all their games in the yellow jerseys but you know there are a lot of people that do care quite a bit and it it's it's interesting and fun to kind of like see people freak out when you know the jazz lose in yellow or, or gold or whatever color you want to call it and that that actually kind of was a big turning point for my twitter account because i think donovan <laughs> mitchell Donovan Mitchell was involved um, in getting the the gold uniforms uh, taken off the schedule, and they were on. They were going to play in them, and they had lost a bunch of games. And then this is last year, obviously. And then Donovan, I think, said something to uh, Adam Klauke, who's the Jazz equipment manager, and he says, and and all of a sudden they were gone, and they were wearing white that night. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, uh, and I think I tweeted something like, "Hey, change of plans. Uh, I think you have Donovan Mitchell to blame for this." And he liked the tweet, or he retweeted, or something like that, and. I think that kind of started that whole uh, yellow uh, uh, statement jerseys are cursed deal. 
Right. And personally, the yellow gold jerseys are just not my favorite. Not had nothing to do with record. I just didn't like the look of them. And right. I think I've told the story on this, uh, like Jared and I were at a jazz game, and I, for some reason we were talking about the yellow jerseys, or somebody said about the yellow jerseys, and the store employee says, oh, I think they were on clearance, and it was <laughs> still like a year still left on the contract or whatever. And mm-hmm. the store employee was like, yeah, we just can't get rid of them. Um, I just don't think things are aesthetically pleasing. Um, it's my thing. Yeah, it's nothing with record. Um, so I was, I, I was really happy when the curse came on to him because I was like, oh, cool, like a reason to not look at them. Um, but we sort of have that this year. Like um, uh, some people are calling the the what is it the earned jerseys this year? Is that what they're called? The, the yeah, the spike. green green earned. Yeah, uh, Logan, you call them the subway jerseys. Who calls them? Somebody calls them the subway jerseys. No, those are the Fogel editions. Don't don't. It's not subway. It's the Fogel edition. <laughs> Fogel. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I think I think there's a good point there though. I mean, you're right on. I mean, what you're doing with your Twitter handle is is dead on. And whether what I think or feel about it at all. It, it is great content, and even though I don't get as fi- I don't get passionate about it one way or another, I guess is my thing. But it does; it is great content, and it, I will definitely take my shots when I can. It's it's arsenal; it's ammunition for my arsenal. So, oh, um, for sure, I, I, I do I do see that. I think that the beauty of being a jazz fan is it doesn't really matter what color scheme you like. There's one out there for you somewhere. I mean, they've had enough of yeah. them that you'll find something that you like. And I think I think the only place that I kind of I get a little bummed out, and it shouldn't matter to me because they're not my team. Because like I said, with the Jazz, it's fine. We've done a lot of things, but it does kind of bum me out to see some of the classic looks like the Lakers and the Celtics do some of these things. Because we grew up for years to where the Celtics didn't change their uniforms. I mean, they didn't yeah. do it, and the Lakers didn't do it. I mean, when they went with the whites, remember when they came out with the whites? Yeah, and that was like a huge thing. And now it's just you know, it's kind. Of, I, I mean, as I've gotten older with some of the other sports, I have become you know, I have. The, the the tradition that goes on with things does mean a little more to me. And if you're a franchise who's got kind of that stronger history and like if you're the Yankees, I can't imagine the Yankees running out there in anything different. And so like, yeah, for the other teams, it's fine. Let's do this. But it, it, it is kind of a bummer to see some of the classic franchises who wouldn't who wouldn't change it for anything kind of, you know, go down this road too. I mean, the Mamba jerseys were cool, but like that just that doesn't look like the Lakers. And when you look back at history, yep. all the Lakers, all the Lakers look the same from the 70s through 2030 with the exception of these weird you know marketing runs that nike did and i don't know that's that's with, with the jazz you know it's fine it's great we don't really have that so let's let's throw as many out as we can get the, yeah get, I, uh, get, get, take koa to sponsor the the dark mode jerseys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i totally agree uh with logan on this i i I think there needs to be some sort of identity and i don't know if you guys uh saw my my latest project that i i Oh yeah, out a couple oh, couple that, weeks ago. <laughs> okay, well, I won't get into that too much, but that's that was kind of you know the basis of it. Like I looked at LA, I looked at, um, you know, even like the New York Knicks. Like they haven't been that successful, but they've kept the same color scheme, almost the same branding identity for you know for decades. And so I felt like as a as a successful as a franchise as we've had in Utah, like we deserve some of that too. So we'll talk about that more, um, you know, later on. But yeah, it's right on. <laughs> Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. (laughs) But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Jazzy Gals Pod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? 
And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. So let's get to our Q&A real quick. We have a couple questions, but we'll, 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 we'll do them all at once. Tiffany Dunn, she, she must have listened now, or uh, she was our you know last guest prior to Burner Jaw. But um, uh, one of her first questions is, um, uh, what are your thoughts on gray jerseys? Unblocked. Yeah. Unblocked. I had to run across the room when you yelled Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> unblocked. Un- Tiffany's blocked, actually, apparently. And, and, and friends now. No, I was blocked by her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well... <laughs> Um, yeah, I saw that actually. I thought that was funny. Um, gray jerseys. I, I, I actually would love to see a, a gray edition. Um, and like I alluded to in my, in my identity project is what I called it. I actually threw in a, a gray Jersey city edition just for fun. But I, and I know that the jazz at, at one point, I think, um, Chris, uh, 5KL, um, he, he kind of stumbled upon something. I don't know if it was through like the jazz team store or, or Dick's or whatever, but maybe it was the NBA league or uh, the NBA team store, but that the jazz at one point, we're going to have a gray, uh, a gray Jersey, whether it was going to be a statement or an earned, I'm not sure, but it was supposed to be gray, you know, kind of replicating the granite used um, in the buildings downtown and, and all that. And so I, I think a gray Jersey would be, would be really cool. A lot of teams have them. Uh, and so I think you'd have your, your fans that say, oh, well, it looks just like Brooklyn or it looks just like San Antonio or or whoever or Detroit or, or whatever. But I, I don't know. It's just well, we have kind of like what Logan was saying, like we have all the other colors. We might as well do gray, too. Yeah, we um, uh, I mean, we, we're already in it. Why don't we talk about the identity project that you put out? Because like I saw that it was so cool. Um, and part of like because I think this question will go into it. Um, like What we're seeing with uh, all these teams getting so many jerseys is that now we're seeing teams go completely off their, like, color scheme. You know, it'd be yeah. like the Jazz getting getting kind of a gray, which is not something that's traditionally associated with the Jazz. It'd be like the Celtics getting a red jersey, right? Or <laughs> yes. um, the Lakers getting a black... Oh, I guess they have black jerseys, but um, I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, I mean, there are certain colors that you don't associate with the team. And yeah. uh, we're seeing that now. Like We're seeing, like, like oh, like, uh, the Heat, right? They got one of those, uh, those golden jerseys. So I was like, oh. And... And they played the Pacers in the golden jerseys, like the the Heat wore the golden jerseys. Like this is so weird. That looks it, it looks weird. So, um, and then you create this identity project. So let's let's get into like branding colors with with them, uh, uh, certain franchises, and then your identity project. Yeah. So I mean, I think uh, I've I've always been into branding. Like I I studied business in school, and so like when we did like the you know, branding kind of company kind of stuff. I always love that because I just love to see what how companies kind of represent their brand. And obviously today with social media, like you see companies really taking, you know, initiative on what their brand is. Like on Twitter, you know, you see like Wendy's and other companies kind of going at it. And that's a lot of fun. I think even like the jazz, you know, social team, they do a great job, you know, really kind of creating this identity or this brand for, you know, what the franchise is or what, what the company is really, because it is a business. Um, but I, I think that companies should stick to what they, you know, what they are. Like you said, like teams are just totally changing outside the color schemes. And yeah, it does sell jerseys, but 
do you think it deflates the brand? I guess the big question, like, does it, is it detrimental to the brand as a whole? And, and that's, you know, kind of leading into my identity project. That was kind of the, the basis of it is, you know, I, I think it was Andy Larson had quote tweeted someone that was asking like, why do the jazz have so many different colors? And, you know, I, I kind of looked at the league as a whole since Nike took over and I noticed that one franchise stuck, uh, stuck out and it was the Utah jazz that we had all these different colors. Yes. Some teams had other colors that maybe weren't necessarily in their color scheme, I guess you'd say, but no other team had admit, had as many colors as we did. And so I just got to thinking like, okay, obviously we have an identity crisis going on here. Like we're, a, we're a, pretty solid franchise we've obviously never won a championship but we've been in the playoffs year after year like we have hall of famers on our on our team hanging on the rafters like we have history what's our identity um and so i kind of started to do some research and i obviously being a jazz fan felt that having purple be you know kind of the the centerpiece of that was crucial to my project so if you check out my project on my twitter page it's pinned up there but you'll be able to see like i took the, the purple from 1979, you know, the old uh, purple you guys are referencing with the note. And then I took the mountain purple and I blended them together to, to create what I call jazz purple. And so I used that as kind of my basis and uh, I created a purple, which I called the icon edition to kind of go along with Nike. And then I created the, um, the white and purple uh, association jersey. So that would be kind of your, like your home and away, like we have now with the white and the navy blue. But I just felt like we needed something that kind of encapsulates all of jazz, you know, from from 1979 when they came to Utah all the way up to, you know, the the end of the the dynasty in the in the mountain jerseys. And then with my secondary color, you know, I don't want to get too into depth with this because it's kind of nerdy. But I took <laughs> um, the two blues. I took blue, the blue from the the mountain jerseys, and I took the baby blue that Logan hates from the uh the you know the 2000s the, the d will kirilenko days i'm you know blended those two together to create my my secondary blue that i called jazz blue and i kind of ran from that or ran, ran from there with that like i'm uh, i'm 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 just I, i'm looking at these ones right now like i'm on your Twitter page because i'm uh they're so cool looking um like the so the white is a classic edition uh that's your home jersey um, the icon edition, which is the you know the standard way, because I I think those are like sort of the two boring ones that Jazz have, I guess, um, because mm-hmm. it's very standard. Like, eh, you don't want to wear that around. Um, uh, um, that's why I, I don't mind like the kind of off the wall ones they have with like the green and even the standard, right. the, the the yellow. Um, you you also have um uh, um your earned is a, a a mix of the copper jersey that um uh, people seem to love to hate. Yeah, that is the one that I will a, go. That is the one I will stand for. I will definitely. That is my. That's my jersey right there. Logan loves the copper. <laughs> I no. I'm telling you, man. I got. It's my. I still got my Brian Russell. Brian Russell. The, the number three is, is scraping <laughs> off. But it was. It was so cool for that because that, that that's when they did kind of part from. That. It was so cool. The Jazz had a a black jersey, right? Like that was uh-huh. that was so the bold for them. They called it, I think. Yeah. No. So and what and what's so what to to what's what's so to to jump on the blue point for a second. That's what's so hard about. I'm all for the blue as you've got it here when it's just the blue on its own and it's the blue and the purple. I'm just not a big fan of the blue on blue. And what a weird set of emotions is that's the, my least favorite era of jerseys, but also my most fondest memories as of jazz, jazz players. players. <laughs> it, it's just it's such a torn set of emotions, but uh, no, these, these are, these are amazing. I'm watching, I'm just watching the gift go over and over again. While you <laughs> talk. This is, yep. 
Well, um, yeah, I appreciate that. The earned the earned jersey was I can't take all the credit for that because um, there was actually a a conversation that was going on. This is kind of right after the Jazz earned edition came out. The green Sprite, you know, Subway Jared jerseys, as you call them, uh, <laughs> had just come out, and I think somebody um, and. I, I should go back and look so I can, you know, quote them correctly. But they kind of said, hey, what would it look like if it was, you know, black and copper? And so they kind of photoshopped a picture of a picture. And and I, I kind of said, hey, I could I could kind of put this into uh, make it look, you know, real and and see how it looks. And, and it I think a lot of people liked it. Um, so I included it in my set. But I can't take full credit for that. But I do think I'm with Logan. I, I have the jazz um, copper and black shorts that I've had for years and I, I refuse to throw those away. And my wife, you know, when we go through, you know, spring cleaning or whatever, and we're getting rid of clothes and she's like, Oh, can you, you know, do you want to get rid of these? Like, Oh, definitely not. Like those are, those are in the key pile for sure. You will not really so, card those, those jerseys. You get rid of the wife before you get rid of those shorts. <laughs> it's yeah, it's that close for real. I love, yeah. I love those, those black and uh, black shorts, but a lot of people don't like them for whatever reason. I, I don't, I think that they just, a lot of people thought that they didn't represent the jazz um, and, you know, the per- they went away from purple and, but uh, the controversy the first, is what makes it fun. That was like the first break from tradition, right? Like, um, uh, not, you know, like, just like, yeah, again, like having an alternate jersey, it was, it was new to, to Utah at that yep. point. Yep. I'm, I'm definitely envious that you have the shorts because uh, the year that I got the jersey is I went to fans and I tried to get the, the jersey and the shorts to be a real dork and have the full uniform. And the shorts were just like way too small. Like they were, I knew it was a size too small. And I still tried to make it work, and it just never happened. I had to take them back to fans. And so the fact that you've got some somewhere that fit just I don't know, just it means a lot to me. If if you ever want to go full jersey, like go to a game, like I'll I'll uh, I'll let you borrow them. You could just go full. We should, we, should pay, we, should, we should we should paste our bodies together or something and put it up on the. I'll send you a shot from the top half. You put your bottom half on there. They'll people will be so. Oh, confused. Uh, oh definitely. Jazz Twitter after dark. Um, yeah, Jazz Twitter after dark. Uh, <laughs> um, so sorry guys. Okay, yeah. So the identity project was was really cool. Like, uh, uh like I, I, again, we're like seriously. You you stare at the you stare at the GIF GIF. Um, uh, and um, it's really cool looking. Um, I, I always make this joke that like, when someone like mocks up really cool jerseys of the Jazz. Haven't released. I, uh, uh, I I always tweet out going, I can't wait for some Chinese website to, to uh, steal this uh, so I can buy it for <laughs> bucks, uh, from like a whatever Chinese website. Legally, I've never. I, I will mention here, legally, FBI, I have never bought one from a Chinese website. So don't arrest me. Um, I uh, I can't say the same on that. Actually, I have. <laughs> I act- <laughs> I actually have a couple designs that um, were. Poorly mocked up um, by some Chinese company. That it was a concept that I did last year, and it was fairly popular. And and then uh, somebody sent it to me like, "Hey, is this is this your design?" And it was on one of those, you know, one of those Chinese sites. And so I I uh, I bought it, and just I just wanted to kind of see like you know what it looked like in person, and it looked terrible. So it's right. not even I, worth I, getting out of the like closet. Games. I'm like, oh, like they yeah, look better on really the bad. website. Yeah, um, and you know it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to happen. And so as a designer or someone that, you know, likes to put out concepts, like when you see it, you kind of just laugh. Like there's um, there's a couple other popular designers. I'm not saying I'm a popular designer, but there's a couple of popular designers in Utah that have had, like Brendan, I don't know if you know Brendan. He, he has, He's had a few of his designs, like 
get bought quite a bit. And so you see him around, you know, the vivid, uh, the arena and, and it's just, I know it bothers him a little bit. Cause like, he's like, man, I, people are, you know, making money off of my design. And as a designer, it's kind of a bummer, but that's at some point it's like kind of cool too. Like, Hey, that's, that's your design right there. But was it the, what was it like the, the, the light blue city edition one? Is that what it was? It was one that, uh, no, it was actually a, a black one. And this was before dark mode came out. So there's a lot of speculation what it was going to be. And so I came out with my own kind of dark mode and it had mountains on it. And then it was black, uh, obviously. And above the mountains, it had the gradient like our our uh, uh, jerseys do now. So it was pretty, actually, it's pretty similar to what, um, what the dark mode looks like now. But it was oh. you know, it had, had mountains on it, basically. You're speaking into existence. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, was, I was hoping, that, you know, when the Dark Moons came out, because I had kind of put out a couple of mock-ups, and I'd seen other stuff that was you know, somewhat similar. That's the thing about, you know, jersey design is, like, a lot of the same designs get recycled um, by, you know, new, new designers or whatever. So, like, I don't know if anyone can really take 100% of credit for, for what comes out. Like, most of the stuff that comes out is, you know, for the Jazz franchise anyway. Like, they created it, so they kind of have dibs on what they – want to use and so i can't say that like oh this is my design but because i use their mountains you know their gradient everything else uh-huh. so but yeah yeah because I, I the one i'm thinking about was like the someone mocked up the uh city editions but instead of like orange it was like the it was like the the all different blues of the jazz era so it was like a frozen sort of edition and i saw those at jazz games i go oh i'm glad i didn't buy that because it didn't that look good it looked good on the website but did not look good in real life so yeah Yep. Um, yeah. So um, uh, we we do have a couple of questions here. Let's uh, let's go to Tiffany Don's um, uh, second question. If the Jazz decided to go with one color combination for the next thirty years, which would you like to see them pick? Yeah. I I mean I think we kind of covered it right. Um, with my my uh, identity project, um, I would love to see them return to purple. You know whether they use my uh, combination of the two purples to create uh, a purple like that they could go with like that would be awesome obviously, but either either one um i just think that you know we that's our that's our identity and i'm a big fan of the navy blue you know green um color scheme in general but i just feel like it's not jazz to me um and so if we had to take purple go for the next 30 years throw a couple championships on the end of it i think that that would be our identity and that would be who would be known as um from uh m uh from jazz team hum uh, she has. She goes. Um. Uh, uh, have the new green jerseys replaced the yellow jerseys because they're ugly and nobody likes them? I'm assuming <laughs> she means the yellow jerseys. Yeah. Um. And obviously the answer is no. They have not replaced them. They're gonna wear them. I think three more times this year before. Um. Who knows? Then maybe they'll be retired for good. But obviously we just added the Jordan logo, Jordan brand mm-hmm. logo to them. So. What Nike decides to do with those uh, statement jerseys is uh, up to them. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Because uh, um, we had the yellow jerseys against the Memphis Grizzlies one time. So is it two more times or three more times? Because I thought it was only... Because we, we already... Uh, yeah, see. It doesn't matter. Those are semantics. <laughs> <laughs> Her second question is, um, uh, who is your favorite team mom? My favorite team mom? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I haven't connected with a lot of them, them on Twitter, I mean, I think I follow a lot of them, but obviously, Anne is Anne considered a team mom? I think Anne's pretty funny. I th- she I think is a at jazz team mom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Anne's great. Um, and also, uh, 
McCoy is someone I, so I actually moved down to St. George a few years ago. Oh. And she, she lives down here too. We bet we've never connected or anything, but we share, you know, some of the same restaurants that we like to go to and stuff like that. So I enjoy some of her stuff. Yeah. So um, if you want tips on how to meet McCoy, um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you how not to meet her and then um, you can do that. So uh, not awkwardly, right. <laughs> that, that's the the problem is that I met her awkwardly. And so that was uh, that's a mistake on my part. Um, and I think that's it for questions. James Liu did answer. She, he didn't ask the question. He just kind of answered him. Uh, he hates to say it, but he's not follow, he's not a fan of the Sprite color stream, color scheme. Excuse me. Gray would look amazing. And again, uh, James uh, at at Liu L I U James or underscore James. Go look at the identity project on um uh, that uh, J- uh Jazz Uni Tracker has out there. Again, like like you can seriously stare at it for like just minutes. And like five to ten minutes because it's so cool. Like they, you know, they, they look really awesome. Um, so um, uh, Uni Tracker, what are, what do you got coming up the pipeline for uh, for jazz fans? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, if you. you followed me for you know the last few months at least, you'd know that I have kind of uh, been collaborating with a bunch of other designers that are around the the NBA and around the world actually. So there's like several designers that are, we've all kind of banded together and we've kind of dubbed ourselves the the Jersey club. Um, and uh, so there's, there's designers from, you know, Italy and there's, I think there's a guy from Norway, Brazil, like, and some of these guys are incredible designers. And so they've, you know, I've actually learned a lot just um, kind of being with them and we've got a couple projects in the pipeline. I don't know if I'm allowed to say at this point, but we did um, the city edition project, you know, before the city editions were released or maybe right after. So if you, you know, if you get a chance, you can go check out some of that stuff. Uh, I can tweet a link to it if, if anybody cares. But so, I've, yeah, I've been able to connect with some really cool designers, um, guys that have a lot of experience in the field. And it's it's been kind of crazy because I wouldn't consider myself a professional designer, but it's just something that I've kind of learned you know, over the last few years. And I obviously have done stuff, you know, in Illustrator and Photoshop for a long time. But creating is, is fun for me. And so this is kind of my way to creatively support the jazz i guess so got some uh, projects coming but my big one was just a couple weeks ago with that identity project i don't know if we'll see any other jazz stuff here but i do like to retweet anytime i see you know concept jerseys um, i like to retweet it and support it i'm also doing a little piece in uh, at salt city hoops uh, every month uh, called threading the needle um so that's been cool too i just kind of do like a, a monthly recap of um, how the Jazz are doing in East Jersey, and a lot of the same stuff that's on my Twitter. But for those who who read Salt City Hoops, uh, it's been fun. Yeah, Salt City Hoops, I'm, uh, you know, another j- Jazz blog co-op. Threading um, the needle. That's a that's a great name. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I was like, <laughs> damn, that's a, that's a good name, Threading the Needle. Yeah, yeah that, thank that's you. Everything. As I as I was as I was browsing the your your page there, I did notice that we are, and I, I know again late to the party here, but we haven't lost to those ugly yellow ones. Nope. Yeah, seven and zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, uh, as people have been talking about, the curse has been lifted. Apparently, so again, I get, I get more people in my mentions, you know, when we play in those jerseys, you know, than any other time. It's just interesting how everybody piles on, you know, whether it's a win or loss. Like, there's always somebody that, like Moni, you know, if you guys know Moni, like she, she hates oh, yeah. them. Chris hates them as well, and so obviously they kind of set the tone for for Jazz Twitterland, and so I think people, you know, kind of pile onto that, but. I, I love uh, it. I love I love just seeing the you know the interaction. Yeah, not my not my favorite jerseys. Um, glad <laughs> I guess they're winning in them. I just I don't think they sell well. I I, I own a real ish 
um, a statement jersey, so I just I would never wear it. So <laughs> I have um, a Rudy Gobert edition. Yeah, I I have it, and I I got it before they went one and seven in them last year, obviously. But right. it was right after the playoffs, and I was like, hey, I gotta get it. I gotta get one of these. But yeah, yeah. Uh, like um, who's the most famous player you think about uh, in that in that jersey? Man, I think of either Ricky Rubio or Derek Favors. Like that OKC series was right. awesome. I was gonna say Rubio because like there's that picture of him like just standing like after that great game and, and mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um Logan uh, real quick so looking uh, I don't know if you're still looking at it but the, those those five identity project uh, jerseys if you can get like, your hand on one of the, hands on one of them which one would uh, which one would you grab uh, no I obviously I'm partial to the black yeah um but uh, <laughs> you know I I do I do love I gotta let them plaster here so I can see them again. And get called by the right name. Um, I think second, I would go with. Come on, come on, gift. Go faster, go faster. The icon, the icon for me. I'm a big purple guy. Oh, the, the icon looks so good. Like, I was gonna yeah. say statement or icon for me. I, it's hard for me to yeah. choose. <laughs> it's the icon for me, then the statement. Yep. Yeah, um, I think that icon jersey would just blow up. I mean, I I, I don't want to toot my own horn. Obviously, those aren't my designs. Like, I didn't come up with the jazz note, you know, word mark. Right. But I. I just kind of put the concept together, and I think that that would be an awesome jersey to see on the court. Yeah, and um, uh, I really, I don't know how to say this. I hope there's a way for me to buy a version that's affordable <laughs> sometime in the next <laughs> year or so of it. Yeah, that, that would looks be amazing. Good. Right. Um, so, Jazzy Tracker, um, uh, you know, this is, this is it. I, dude, thanks for coming on. Thanks for staying late and recording two episodes with us here. Uh, I'm glad we got to get to got to know you. And like you even mentioned uh, that you actually listen to our podcast, which is crazy because I don't think anybody listens to our podcast. <laughs> One of the few. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, I, I like to get as much jazz content in as I can, you know, uh, driving around or whatever. I'm sure my my wife is probably tired of it at some time. So, but, you know, it's all good. I, I really think that the co-op is a, a cool idea and just that jazz fans, you know, they want to talk and supporting each other. And so, you know, the uh, twos and threes, I listen to those guys, um, almost, almost all you guys. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. I keep listening. Um, Logan, um, uh, this is, this is our time, man. Like let's do some shout outs. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm shout out free. You know, even though this has been two separate days we recorded on, I burned them all up in the first round. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, just yeah, just kind of to piggyback on that. I think I think what's cool about the co-op is it's just it's just it's just fans talking. And I, and I, you know, yeah. who and I who and I had this discussion once. Like everyone's kind of got their niche, you know, as to what they're doing. And we were trying to figure out what ours was back when we had delusions of making a, a, a little commercial for it. But uh, everyone's doing. Everyone's got different. Like they got different tones and different vibes. Everyone's doing a different thing, and you know, so many of my thoughts are formed by just different perspectives. And so it's really cool to hear what everyone else is doing. And um, you know, they're all we're all kind of in our own lane. But other than that, I don't know. It's Easter, so shout out, sh- shout out to, to Jesus. To Jesus, I don't know what else do we do. Yeah, um, <laughs> I would say I would add to that, Logan. Not the Easter thing, but uh, just the co-op. Please. Like. Please. <laughs> Um, just the fact that, you know, like you said, we're all just jazz fans and we're just supporting our team. And obviously it's a lot more fun when, you know, when the team is, is doing as well as they are, you know, being the best team in the league helps to make things a little bit you know more fun and, and nicer and, and gives more content to talk about, or maybe not, I don't know, but, you know, and just the fact that you can interact with, you know, former players like uh, Blue Edwards on the other podcast the other day and like beat writers, like it, it really connects you know, uh, Jazz Nation, and I think that's 
that's where the fun of it comes in is like you get to connect with your you know an old player that you love or a reporter that you you follow and you like to read their stuff and it just kind of keeps building on this brand of you know jazz and that we all we all can share and and enjoy together so let's win a championship and cement it right this is a this is a fun year to be a a jazz fan because of how um, uh, great the team's doing and you know not not just how great like just how enjoyable they seem to be um, playing with each other and it's it's, a it's infectious so Yep. Um, again, go follow him at, at Jazz Uni Tracker. That's J A Z Z Uni U N I Tracker. Um, go to do you want That's D O U want Get some Jazz Pod co op t shirts. I wear it once a week at least. Um, I have to get a t shirt. Yeah, get a t shirt, man. Uh, uh, you know, it's an NWO inspired. Like, I mean, you, you get a t shirt, you're part of it, you're part of the club. Um, <laughs> And I wear it to jazz games um, when I go uh, record jazz games for work. So it's pretty cool. No one's asked me yet, but I'm also in the media section. So, you know, they don't care. Um, big yeah. big so, time. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Just dropping it. <laughs> uh, so, guys, um, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, uh, this has been a super long recording, but um, it's been fun. It's been great. Technical difficulties and all. Hopefully we get all that fixed by next time. Um, Blue, you're, you're on deck, man. So um, uh, thanks for listening, Blue Edwards. And, yeah, hey, Blue. Uh, thanks I, for uh, – yep, thanks, Blue. <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. We'll yep. see you guys next time.